This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I originally recorded today's episode as a bonus episode that I was going to put out last week. And someone told me to just hold on to it. And I'm actually glad I did simply because um, I'm in a, a point right now where I have to get silent and I have to get still. Reason being is because, especially over the last few months, God has begun to reveal to me a lot. I've, I've been praying and asking for God to give me perspective because if I was to compare what I thought I would be doing right now to what I thought I would be doing right now last year to what God actually has me doing right now is totally different. I mean, if it was up to me, I would still be doing marketing consulting right now. I would still be helping entrepreneurs build marketable brands and improve their digital marketing and their businesses and pretty much um, build businesses. That's exactly what I would be doing. But God kind of revealed to me that, not kind of, but God revealed to me that that was the one-on-one basis was just not what he had for me. I was still going to help people, but on a larger scale. And so I was just kind of like, okay, I'm surrendering all. I'm trusting you, God. I'm going to just do whatever you tell me to do. And that's pretty much been my mood 2018 is I'm doing whatever God tells me to do. And so the last major thing that God told me to do was to finish this book. And so now that the book is done and it's out for pre-order and um, it's getting so many great reviews from the people that I have reading it prior to even releasing it. Now I'm like, okay, now I don't just think the book is excellent. Other people think it's excellent and have been getting so much from it. So now the book is done. Um, It's going to be shipped out in August. We good money. So I'm like, all right, God, like, what do you have next for me? And I've been asking God for perspective. So yes, I've been executing on the test, but I, I just really wanted perspective to keep me going in the times where I'm just totally confused and uneasy about what, like, what's going on. And so God has given me such a, a uh, man, just a huge vision of what my life means. And what he had in mind for me before he formed me in my mother's womb and what business means for me. And I'm just like blown away by that. And even more so, I'm like, I have a bigger sense of urgency to really just make sure that I'm constantly moving 
on the path that God laid out for me. And I'm not trying to take back control, if that makes sense. And I, w- I remember having a conversation with my fiance last, the, no, actually a couple of days ago. I was just saying how it's, it's hard now for me to have this product and not go into full mode of doing what Tatum wants to do as far as marketing it, as well as what to do as a follow-up to the book. And so I was just, just really confiding in him and and just pouring out my heart of how difficult it has been for me to really just silence my own anxiousness and stay in alignment with what God wants me to do. And so um, I recognize though, and if you have my prayer journal, then you know this in the prayer journal and the evening part of the guided journal, it, it asks you like, what have you struggled with today? And then it says what triggered that struggle. And I love that part of the journal because it allows you to identify what's causing you to get off, um, to get off course. And so, um, if you want to order the prayer journal, get it off Amazon, uh, just search my name and it'll pop up. But that's something I had to do. Like, okay, what's triggering me feeling like I need to do more? And a part of it for me has been social media because when you are a, when God is your CEO, you move differently than people who are the CEOs of their businesses. And so for me, I follow a lot of entrepreneurs. I follow a lot of successful people online. And so when I see certain things, and I'm also excited about business, I love business, I love marketing, people often mistake me as a creative, I'm actually not a creative at all, I can be creative, but I'm not a creative, I'm a logical person, things that make sense and drive results excite me. So when I see things like that, I'm like, Oh, that makes so much sense. I see how they did that. That like if I was to do X, Y, Z, that'll probably give me a certain return on investment. Like that's where my mind goes and it and it gets me fired up to do something. The problem is that fired upness, that 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 drunkenness of emotion, of excitement will lead me to doing things in my own strength and give get or to take try to take back control of what I surrendered to God. And so I have to silence that in myself in order to make sure I'm constantly in alignment with what God wants me to do. And once I realized that that was a struggle area as of late, for me, it's like, okay, what triggered that struggle? And so social media is one of them. So I'm kind of off of that today and I'll be off it for as long as I need to, especially now in this pivotal season where I have to get still and quiet and I have to pray even more to make sure um, I'm hearing from God correctly on what I need to do next and um, pretty much what my next steps are and what he needs for me right now. And God has also been revealing to me a lot of spiritual gifts that I have that I didn't know I had. And so really trying to wrap my head around what those things mean, how I'm able to cultivate those spiritual gifts and things like that. So there's just a lot been going on um, as far as my growth journey is concerned um, and things that I don't, it's not time for me to talk about them yet, but it's time for me to really experience them. So right now I need to experience God more so than talk about him. And so I'm glad that I say all that to say, I'm glad that I recorded this episode because now I'm able to give you guys something, give you guys an episode still on this Monday and take care of what I need to take care of for my own growth and development. So with that being said, let's start the show. Work hard for what you want in life. 
You work hard for what you want in life. That, that, that your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're gonna do. That your word is your bond, and you do what you say. That you treat people with dignity and respect. That you treat, 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 treat people with respect. Reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard. The strength of your dreams and your willingness to work for them. Hey guys, as you know, I just released my book for pre-order, Blessed Embossed Up, Surrendering Your Ambition So That God Can Have His Way. And I am so excited about this book, not just because I wrote it, but because of the lies that are going to change and the way that God really used me over the course of these eight chapters. So as I was thinking about something that I can do for you guys for just being such an amazing tribe of women who love God and who love business, I, it came to me that I should record the intro to the to the book and post it for you guys as a podcast episode. So here we are. To order my book, go to blessedembossedup.com. All orders will ship out in August and I'm signing all books. So when you pre-order that book for me, you'll definitely get a signed copy. I'm already trying to do some hand exercises because I just know that um, there's going to be a ton of orders for this book. And, and I'm excited, not just for me, but I truly am excited about what this book is going to do um, in your life. I was led to actually send the book to someone that I know uh, for free. I sent her the PDF copy and she read the entire thing in one sitting and sent me an email at 2.30 in the morning just expressing how that book has done so much for her she was talking about how she was ugly crying the book spoke to her like that and I've already told you guys how the editor was crying as she was editing this book and it's not any credit to me at all but it's just I know that the things that are in here are things that God really wants to get across to his people and so I'm just grateful for everything that I've gone through because the weights w-e-i-g-h-t the heavy burden of being called, I know it's going to be worth it because of what this book is going to do in your life. So here we are. Here's the intro to my very first book. Blessed and bossed up, surrendering your ambition so God can have his way. Dedication to every person who knows their life means something, but haven't figured out what just yet. God gave you that vision that dream, that business for a reason. Seek him first and all things will be added unto you. To the sweetest and most thoughtful man I know, my soon-to-be husband, BJ. Thank you for loving me and supporting me every step of the way. With purpose comes a lot of pressure, but your love and support give me the assurance I need to continue walking in God's best for me. I love you always and forever. Introduction. Did you know over 90% of businesses fail? 92% of people don't reach their goals or potential. But the Bible says, remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you the power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. Deuteronomy 8.18. Recently, I went on a trip to Mexico with the Bossy Posse a group of powerful women in business who I have the pleasure of being connected with. What was more beautiful than being able to vacation with a group of like-minded women who are all successful 
was the fact that we are all believers as well. In a morning of worship before joining the girls on the beach, I remember praising and thanking God for answering my prayer of having connections who loved both God and business. When I first got bit by the entrepreneur bug, I had no clue who I could run my ideas by. The friends I had accumulated from childhood, college, or work were not entrepreneurs. Starting out, I was very lonely and isolated because I didn't have people to connect with that understood my mindset or yearning for more professionally. That same loneliness translated into my spiritual life. I've always identified as a Christian, but when I surrendered my life and ambition to God and committed to truly live for him, I found myself alone again. As I searched for new connections, I realized that I would have to find one setting that appealed to my entrepreneurial desires and then a second that catered to my desire to please God. There was never a place where I could get both. I found this to be odd because isn't God the one who gave me these ideas in the first place? We are taught to go to college, get a job, retire, and then have fun after retirement. In college, we are groomed for four years to make ourselves marketable to an employer so that we can secure a job in our field post-graduation. After four jobs within a year of graduating from undergrad, I realized that the reason I couldn't stay in a position wasn't because of the job market, it was me. Older generations would chalk this up to me being a millennial and apply some negative stereotype to why I couldn't stay at a job. But I knew I was never satisfied because God called me to be and do more than any traditional career could provide for me. So instead of looking for new positions, I began to look for purpose. Growing up, whenever I went to a church, I saw two different extremes as it relates to wealth. On one end, I saw a great deal of poverty in churches. There was always a building fund or some sort of offering asking the congregation who didn't have much themselves to help fulfill the basic needs of the building. Testimonies from members always consisted of basic needs being met, such as paying their bills on time. Prayer requests were always rooted in struggle or a financial pain of some sort. Of course, we are to submit all of our requests to God, but I didn't see many people discuss or request much abundance. It was almost as if living an abundant life had a negative connotation. At least that's how I perceived it. I didn't know that God wanted and promised much more for me. As I got older and attended more progressive churches, I witnessed the complete opposite. The pastors had luxury vehicles, multiple homes, lavish church locations, and often carried the same prosperity message in their teachings. In these settings, I learned that God does want me to live an abundant life, but I still could never find any practical solutions to unlock that type of abundance in my life. It seemed like the pastor had all of the feel-good answers, and while motivating, I still left with nothing practical that I could implement throughout my week. My relationship with church was always complex in that way. I was looking for a pastor, leader, and mentor to teach me what God needed me to do to live the life he created for me. I didn't realize that the Bible says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. 
Jeremiah 1.5. The reason why I consistently felt let down by churches was because I was looking for people who are flawed just like me to give me information that God wanted to give me directly. It never really occurred to me that being a Christian wasn't about the pomp and circumstance of religion. It's about my personal relationship with God and being obedient to the things that he wants for me. The only way I could get the blueprint that I was looking for on Sundays was to consult the source himself. The same thing applies to business. A lot of us get a business idea and go to mentors, coaches, schools, and social media to somehow get a blueprint on what it will take to be successful. We go on this hunt to crack the code of not falling into the 90 plus percent of entrepreneurs who fail. But just as I was giving too much power to the pastors, we give too much power to the experts. We get let down when we invest in a coach or an education and still aren't successful. That is because we put too much stock in what someone other than God can do for us. The only one who has the blueprint is the one who is the alpha and the omega. The one who knows your beginning from your end. The one who knew you before he formed you in your mother's womb. Historically, we have been taught that business and faith are to be kept separate. This is why it was so difficult for me to find spaces that fed both my business and spiritual life. I would dare to even say that this is one of the most effective tricks the enemy has used to keep us on a hamster wheel of hustle instead of on a sure path to success. As an added barrier, he uses church hurt to further separate us from seeking the wisdom of God. Our current world has taken a dangerous shift to worshiping creations instead of the creator, especially in entrepreneurship. We are taught the law of attraction or giving power to the universe, which is incomparable to the power of God and quite frankly dangerous as it leaves room for the enemy to come in and wreak havoc on our lives and businesses. The enemy has used our ambition to cloud our mind and ultimately take us off of our God-given assignments. This is why the Lord led me to write this book. Over the last couple of years, I have recognized that I was called to be an entrepreneur and fulfill a special assignment on this earth. Originally, I tried to take what God gave me and do it in my own strength. I was trying to be self-made versus being used by God. I discovered my biggest fear would be to die, get to heaven, and the life I lived, while good, didn't even scratch the surface of what God had for me. I realized that God can do exceedingly and abundantly greater than anything I can even think of. So why didn't that apply to my entrepreneurship journey as well? When I surrendered my ambition to him, I realized how important and lucrative it is to make God your CEO. At the end of my Mexico trip with the bossy posse, one of the ladies asked me how to surrender her business. She is a believer and understands the importance of God being in charge, but didn't know how to put him there. She didn't know what the difference was for her to be the CEO versus God. That's the position a lot of you are in, and that's exactly what I will teach you throughout this book. My prayer is that every strategy, system, and formula I provide, you implement in your life. I pray that over the next eight chapters, the Lord speaks to you in a way that he hasn't before. I pray that you get new revelations about your life, your business, and start to see the fruit 
that is promised to you as a result of surrendering to God. Let's get started. End. Okay, you guys. So that was the intro of my very first book. Go to blessedandbossedup.com to pre-order your copy today. And if you have any questions about the book, what to expect, shoot me an email. I would love to answer them. Tatum, T-A-T-U-M at TatumTamia.com. 